Dogs, swab the decks and hoist the sails. The guns on board be needed some proper manning. Pieces of eight and a fine wench on your arm. If your work be not too shoddy, careful not to flounder too badly, though, or you may have to dance the hempen jig. As we see you to Davy Jones, the Jeffy, my boy, on with the show. Vast Mihades. To our listeners from across all regions of the planet, welcome once again aboard the Robin Hood, flagship to the world's one and only cooperatively inspired charity podcast network, WPRPN. Live streaming today from just off the Soju Soap Shores of South Korea's Dankrup Peninsula. You're listening to episode 104 of Pirate Radio Podcasts. I'm your host, as always, the ship's chief communications officer, Jaffe Ryder. Let your freak flag fly. It's that time of the year again, as we hash over all things hemp and marijuana. Health, medicine, spirituality, religion, bad laws, and history. It's purely an open format roundtable approach this week. Be sure to drop by with all your most pressing thoughts, comments, and questions. Whether via either Skype or Discord, the more technically inclined and web-savvy you are, the more easily we'll be able to let you have your high voice of conscience most clearly heard. And it is a beautiful spring day here in South Korea. All systems appear to be go. We are pretty much off to the races here, folks. Welcome, everybody. Your host, as always, Ship's Chief Communications Officer, Jaffe Ryder. Uh, and it is our annual 420. Time for reflection and conversation on a multitude of levels. So welcome and thanks for tuning in. We have got actually a special guest with us today. Emily Anderson has uh, helped to set us up with from out of the States. And I'm not sure at this point and stage in time whether it's Peter Eugene or Joe, I believe in the last name is Skavik. We had him <laughs> with us here just a few moments ago. He might be having some issues, though, from a technical standpoint, or... No, we... We should be on. Okay, now, I'm a little confused. Actually, you've got... Uh, there's some echo there in the background. I'm not sure what that is. Maybe you want to turn your speakers down. That's why people... We uh, encourage guests, typically, when we have them to wear headphones. But is this is this Peter Eugene or Joe? This or is we... Peter Eugene. Okay, and Joe is your friend, is that right? Yep. Now, hold on. I'm going to put my my ear plugs on. One second. Yeah, it's a good way of All doing right. things. Usually, that's even better. Yeah. Now I got you. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I put my ear bugs in. You know, we've got a really great uh, 90 minutes to present to people here as we laid it out in the introduction, hashing things over uh, regarding all things 
or as many at least as we can cram into that hour and a half regarding hemp and marijuana. A multitude of uh, fronts, health, medicine, spirituality. There's also, of course, the legal end of things. Hashtag bad laws. So basically, we're here to, uh, Mm. I think we're on the same page, pretty much celebrate and lend praise to this gift of creation and to work on doing our best to generate awareness and whatever it is we can manage to do in bringing about positive change. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome, brother. Yep. Um, uh, the, my pleasure. Um, yeah, I've been in this realm, um, the cannabis uh, issue, pretty heavy for the last six years. Um, got over the last two years, three years now. Um, I aligned with a gentleman named Brad uh, Morehouse. He has a um, link called mynutra.com forward slash 420. Go figure. Brad's a genius. I, I got to give the guy kudos. Um, when I first started on this trek, I was really interested in the oil. And then when I started doing more research, though, as time goes by, you find out more information about this beautiful plant. And if you can keep it in its whole construct by not burning it up at high temperatures and killing all the terpenes, uh, you get actual magical medicine that really goes to work on the body because it's taken, it's now food grade. It's not like the synthetic crap Big Pharma's pushing. By the way, yeah, Big Pharma's did a little studies over there in France that killed about six people with their uh, synthetic cannabidiol. It's a poison, and it actually has the exact opposite effect. Instead of opening up the neuron pathways, it actually shuts it down because it's a synthetic poison. Let me give you a little history on me. I'm an ex-Navy doc for 10 years. Uh, my, I, I served in the military. My job was patching up uh, Marines in wartime combat, and I worked on some cancer wards and stuff like that through my, my journey as a doc. And uh, all the synthetics they have, there's not one good medicine in their black bag of tricks. And it, most people are unaware that the word pharma, if you look it up in the entomology of the word, means poison. You can't make this stuff up. Anyways, I worked in that industry. I worked on a cancer ward, and I'd have to give them what's called, Do you have you ever heard of a, what's called a Brompton cocktail? A what sort of cocktail? Brompton cocktail. No, what would that entail? That would entail the uh, end-of-life pain management for cancer patients, and it's got cocaine, heroin, and um, morphine. Cocaine, heroin, and morphine. And we would give that to the cancer patients for easing the pain, but usually it just put them in the boneyard. Had a bag and tag, a few bo- bodies. Matter of fact, there's a really good video uh, from a band named Avenge Sevenfold, and it's called Brompton Cocktail. And it shows you the ugly, dark, black side of the poisons that they're using on people for end-of-life protocol and care, and it doesn't heal them. It just kills them. And they've been, they've been around. I, I worked for a Naval Regional Medical Center over in Long Beach back in 1979, and that's what, that was a standard protocol for cancer patients for uh, end-of-life pain management. But uh, here's some irony. Let's take a look at what's going on on this planet uh, over here in USA, Inc. The opioid issue is really off the chain over here. We lost, I think, 65,000 people in 2016 to the opioid issue. And here's some irony. My cannabis paste, the, the cannabis paste that we make, actually allows people to wean themselves off those opioids in very, very short order. I've had, I had a gentleman, a cancer patient up in Woodland Park, and uh, he had bone cancer. I didn't know the guy was a master grower, so he brought me over a couple ounces of his uh, beautiful cannabis, and I, we ground it up, and we made jars of medicine. And he was so happy because two days later, he goes, Peter, I don't even have to touch the opioids now. I'm not going through withdrawal. And this paste is allowing me to 
heal and go into a state of homeostasis, an alkaline state. He goes, it's magic. I says, yeah, well, this plant is manna from heaven. But the problem they got we got going on over here in USA Inc., brother, is not only is Big Pharma trying to put the kibosh on this, they pay off everybody to, you know, block stuff from getting states. The legalization thing is another scam. It's just another control construct as far as I'm concerned. All they do is make new rules that you have to pass and jump through all these darn hoops. And uh, it should be totally, cannabis should be totally uh, off the off the board uh, for uh, as a Schedule 1, period. Schedule 1 means it has no medical efficacy, and that's the biggest scam. I've got 22,000 reports that say differently as far as support. I get with other doctors on the planet that are doing research. Uh, they're actually killing off some of them doctors. Uh, yeah. I think we've lost about 100 over the last year and a half. This, uh, you had doctors covering the Nagalays. They were putting in the, the damn shots, the poison, I call them the, the poison shots. These are cocktails from hell, and they actually cause the body to go into um, a, a state of um, unhealthiness because they're putting mercury, formaldehyde, and uh, all these other garbage things, attenuated cancer cells. I mean... These cocktails, these the shot scam is another huge scam on the planet. And we, now we have adult onset of autism coming on because of all these poison shots. The flu shots, another major scam. I did a great show with a doctor, Rebecca Carley. Anybody can look her up on the computer and just go pull up a video called Vaccinations, Weapons of Mass Destruction. And she knocks it out the park. Uh, for about an hour and a half, she does a, that video on YouTube. And... Um, she, they pulled her medical white coat license because she was telling the truth. Same with Dr. Simon Tuminicelli. He's a friend of mine from Italy. He teaches people how to cure their lung cancer for pennies a dose in short order with a nebulizer and Red Mill brand sodium bicarbonate mixed in a nice distilled solution. And you put it in the nebulizer. When you breathe it down, it goes straight into the aviola sac. Cancer cannot live in an oxygen-rich environment. So there's so many beautiful, simple protocols uh, available for us on this planet, and most people just can't hardly believe it. They say, well, why wouldn't my doctor have told me that? Because your doctor's in the money-making business. That's why. I, you know, I don't have much love for my white coat brothers and sisters. I would love to go down to MD Anderson and give them all a class on true healing because they don't have a freaking clue. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that was a mouthful. But yeah, bro, I don't have a script, bro. I don't need one. My program works really good. And that's another thing about this paste. It's so incredible. I take it every night. I've been taking it for about three years. Uh, I've gotten younger. My endocannabinoid system has been reactivated. My neuron pathways work excellent. Uh, my third eye is no longer blind. It allows you to feel at one with the planet. This is not about getting high. But I make the THC plant matter over here. And I'll tell you what, everybody loves it because it, you know, it allows the body to go into a healing capacity because it's reactivating all the cellular structure in the body and it's saying thank you because it's food grade, it's not synthetic, and it hasn't been isolated. You can isolate THC, you can isolate CBDs, but without all the other elements in that plant matter, you're not going to get the proper healing because the body is looking for the other elements to have it work with what's called, it's called the entourage effect. And that's a synergistic effect and it allows... For all the CBNs, CBD, CBG, CBAs, the body's getting everything that's in that plant matter. So it becomes like magical medicine, and it's, it's very, very simple to make. Um, yeah, I call it Cannabis 101. I'm going to send you my video after we finish this show so you can go take a look at my 30-minute video because I share it with the planet because I'm trying to teach our brothers and sisters a little bit of self-sufficiency on the planet, and that's what it's going to take because 
most people, you know, I say, what's the definition of a good slave? That's somebody waiting for somebody else to do it for them. Our job is to collectively come together like you, myself and others. And we share this information so we can empower people to become self-sufficient and pull the damn plug on the game. Quit waiting for a permission slip. If you're going to wait for a permission slip, you're going to die waiting. And that's why I'm outside the box. Brad makes the he's legal in all 50 states with the CBD paste. But I work outside the box and I deal with cancer patients all the time. And uh, so, you know, uh, this medicine truly gives them healing. It stops the adrenal fatigue, which almost everybody's in. If you if you live in on this planet, you're suffering from adrenal fatigue because uh, we're all in overload. You know, it's uh, the energies and we got a lot of stuff happening on the sun, sending the electromagnetic flow. And it's, a lot of people don't understand what's going on right now. We are in a huge, a huge shift, but the pace is really, really effective. It lasts for about 12 hours on one pea-sized dose. So it's very, very um, relaxing. I get stuff done. I can focus. It's not like hitting the bong. See, because when you smoke this stuff, yeah, all that THC just pounds straight into the brainstem. But it's not really so much healing you. It's just get, it's making you a cabbage patch doll. But when you take the pace, because we low slow cook it at 175 degrees for 11 hours in canning jars, four ounce canning jars holds about 90 doses of medicine. And people will just take a pea-sized dose at night when they're ready to go to relax, and they actually become in harmony with themselves. Uh, this is the biggest fear, Big Pharma. That, this is why in 1937, Big Pharma put the kibosh on cannabis, and then they called it marijuana, a legal term, so they could extract penal sums out of the masses for a drug that's not even a drug. It's not a drug. It's truly medicine. The drugs are the garbage they're feeding our brothers and sisters, like the statins and the blood pressure medications, all this stuff. It's not healing anybody. It's actually making them worse because it's synthetic, and the body recognizes synthetic is not being natural, and it cannot function correctly to um, process those poisons. So in 1937, when they put the kibosh on it, they actually took cannabis out of the pharmacopoeia in 1942, and so that we have no history on it. They wanted to bury our history on this beautiful plant. Well, it's too late now. The poop's hitting the fan. The poop's out the elephant. They can't put it back in. And I've got more sustaining documentation to prove my point on the healing efficacies of this plant from fibromyalgia to dementia, cancer, brain uh, the brain dysfunction, neurogenic issues, autism. There's nothing that this medicine can't help. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's been talked about uh, or referred to as being the panacea of plants in many ways. So I'm uh, right with you, and I think we're basically on the same page and pretty much speaking the same language. Of course, you're coming at it from a far more informed perspective. However, one thing that I can tell you, you're talking about the 1930s, that the plant, and I think Canada was right in the same sort of time frame, basically, as far as their power elite figuring that they would try to pull the same scam on the masses. So it was the 1930s, essentially. But in Korea here, it wasn't until 1976 that apparently, because of a call from Washington, D.C., and I'm still not clear on whether it was a personal call from Ford or Carter. I'm not sure which one of those presidents was in power at the time, because that was a period of transition, of course, and whether or not they would have actually picked up the phone and spoken to the head of state here, who at that time was a character by the name of Pak Chung-hee, later ended up not so long after this, in fact, getting assassinated. But uh, that's what happened was uh, Washington called Seoul, and the president, Pak Chung-hee, 
basically it was a really aggressive uh war on weed was what they launched yeah. and the thing is that I, I kind of the little truth bomb i dropped on you in the uh introduction here just or rather in the pre-interview that we did lead up to things was mm -hmm. that weed actually isn't illegal in korea at least if you're living in the northern part of the peninsula north korea right not a problem folks go there and smoke as much pot as you want and i if you've been following events here this is one of the things we want to talk about today uh is that Dennis Rodman actually made a trip not so long ago. He's made a few, but the most recent one, uh, he met with the dear leader and presented him with a copy of Trump's Art of the Deal. Along with that, his trip happened to be sponsored by Potcoin, which I certainly picked up on. I'm not sure how many other people did, but it's an issue that we've long been discussing, the fact of you know, here's what doesn't make sense. If you look at the picture, of course, Pyongyang endlessly whining and, and crying out for help. Oh, we need money. Give us money. We have, you know, our, our economy is so, uh, such terrible shape. Our people are starving. Well, okay, let's just stop this for a second. Hang on. Weed is legal. You're looking for economic solutions. Why don't you promote a pot tourism uh, sector to the economy and bring foreigners into a special uh, zone or area, a region where you can promote this, like in Amsterdam of Asia, basically, prostitutes aside. I'm not sure that's a separate issue, obviously, but <laughs> to me, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Or it makes sense if you're looking at it from the standpoint of, well, hookers. <laughs> Oh, 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 God. We've got, uh, that's Black Fox in the house out of Maine, USA. Yeah, so welcome uh, to the show, Fox. But just to finish the point, I guess, really, that uh, to me it makes no sense, other than if you see it from the standpoint of the whole thing's bullshit. It's all a big scam and a fraud, and we're getting played by the power elite who just, it's constant, endless stream of fear porn that they use to try to justify the taxpayers forking over the endless amounts of money that are used to build up the weapons and munitions arsenals throughout the world in the U.S. and elsewhere, of course, too. You name it. So, But Peter Eugene, where exactly are you based out of? And thanks, of course, I'm, to I'm, Emily Anderson, too, for helping set yeah. this whole thing up. Yeah. I, I'm in the smoke them if you got them state, Colorado. <laughs> oh, well, how about that, hey? How about that? That's why, so. that's why I know my source. I know my plant matter. And I want to touch on that for a second because this is what the crap that's going on in USA right now. Most people do not have a clue. They're clueless. Clueless in Seattle. They're clueless in Washington. They're clueless everywhere. All these so-called legal states, they're all setting their crap up the same type of protocols. Um, we have what's called Bill SB18 over here in Colorado, which allows them to mark all their plant matter sold through these dispensaries with a chemical caustic agent. So when you go buy your weed from the dispensaries, you're smoking chemically compromised weed. They can't leave nothing alone. So they mark it so they can they mark it so they can track it for their taxable event. And this is going on in all the states. So remember I told you this legal crap is another scam, it's just another control construct. That's exactly what it is. So all these dollars generated to this state, people are actually poisoning themselves. I gotta send you that five minute video. Uh, they put this one new chemical on the uh, plant matter. So when you smoke it, you put heat to it, that chemical converts to cyanide in your bloodstream. How's that grab you? Isn't that something? So, uh, yeah. They won't leave nothing. They can't no, leave nothing alone. Full spectrum dominance. Does, you know, the war, war on humanity. Oh boy. Oh boy. If that were true, then a lot of the people would be dying, right? 
No, a lot of people are getting sick. My uh, my friend Barbara Philippone, who's my hemp textiles queen, 50 years in the hemp textiles industry, spent 21 years in China teaching them how to get it right. Well, she went and bought some weed about three years ago in the dispensary over here. She thought her brain was going to blow up. She thought her lungs were going to explode. They're putting the chemicals on this crap. Some people probably maybe tolerate it a little bit better, but look at all these people doing dabs and stuff. They got butane in that crap. I wouldn't smoke none of that garbage. Um, dabs and all of a sudden. Um, this is not about getting high. I, I'm a healer. Really, really, really high then. What's that? I, I guess he won't get really, really, really stoned then. Um, I've been hearing about my, my pace. Uh, it's 12-hour star ride on my pace, but it's a it's a body high, not so much a head high, because you're not forcing smoke into your brain. You're taking your pea-sized dose orally. It absorbs into the endocannabinoid system, reactivates, restructures the new neuron pathways in your brain so you can actually function, but you are high, It's a bit, but it's a very relaxing body high I smoked weed in the 70s. I know a little bit about smoking some weed. I had a party bowl. I'd get half the damn campus high. We had an open campus back in the day, and uh, I'd take my little party bowl, and we all go out by the pond and smoke before we went to class. And But see, that's why some people get paranoid when they smoke, because it's shoving so much uh, THC into the brain, and it's not getting the offset. And that's why when we take our plant matter orally with the cannabis paste, it's taken orally, it's food grade, and it goes straight and it activates into the whole, throughout the whole body instead of just the head. Peter, how about the possibility, what of the possibility that people are getting paranoid because of the way that the laws are set up and in place? Uh, I, I'm telling you know uh, uh, when I smoke weed, it makes me just want to go. When I smoke, I, I just want to go hide away. I I, I, I don't want to goof out and stuff like that. But when I take the pace, I'm, I'm functional. I can I get things done. I can intersperse in my social realms. I don't get any paranoia from taking it orally because it's uh, going. It's absorbing into all the cells of the body, so it's treating me in a. It's called a, a homeostatic capacity so it becomes an uh, puts you in an alkaline state and that's what the body needs if you're smoking it it's not going to put you in an alkaline state because you're smoking it but if you're taking it as food let, what did hippocrates say let food be thy medicine hell the egyptians were doing this ten thousand years ago they didn't have cancer they take pounds and put it in a clay pot and some nice oil go let it sit out in the sun and emulsify and they had the the, the best top-notch dense nutrition on the planet how about the Scythians? Have you heard stories about their epic smoke fests? No. <laughs> oh, the Scythian warrior class. Yeah, some major uh, action going on there. I guess they would just uh, heap up these huge amounts of, uh, of of the herb into a bonfire type, uh, you know, manner and and shape, and just let it let it blaze basically and. Uh, get really, really high from the whole thing. But one of the things that I, I need to ask you here is really critical with respect to Korea is the lack of consciousness and awareness because we really want to focus on what can be done here, not just on the southern part of the peninsula, as well as the north too, I suppose, from the standpoint of economic solutions. That's a big, uh, that's a, that's a big deal. And hopefully we'll see some action on that front here coming up before too long. Asia in a, in a wider scope or sense as well. What about CBDs though? I know they're kind of slowly making their way into Korea, but there's a real lack of awareness and consciousness. And have you looked into what sort of prohibitive 
laws have been put in place and a lot of these this legislation too let's not forget folks they're bad laws okay it's corruption yep it feeds organized crime that's all it's there to serve is organized criminal interests and and to yep. rob us of our health and to enslave us as peter has been talking about here of course but as far as the koreans yep. go they are completely out to lunch 99% of them frankly and clueless so without that consciousness and awareness there's very little i think that can be done there's the counterculture never uh hit korea that was one of the fears that pak chung hee the dictator who was later assassinated he brought in prohibition here in 1976 once again he was afraid of these a lot of uh, the vets don't forget there were koreans who served in vietnam it wasn't just americans there were koreans right. as well they came back from nam and they'd been exposed to this whole business and idea of of weed not that it hadn't been a part of chinese medicine for thousands of years although i guess it is considered a secret herb as far as things go so uh, i'm right. not sure if you know anything about that or, or not peter but the really thing that gets to me and i'm a westerner living here of course too for the past 16 years now approximately but i can't believe it that i would be so incensed as a korean the way that with these foreign outside imperial yankee interests basically via washington what they've done to this culture and our traditions yeah. because it is our we have a heritage here where we are we've been robbed as so many places around the planet the same business although i guess even the philippines if you look at what's going on there i'm not sure if that the mad dog as we like to refer to him here on the robin hood some of the crew members at least mad dog duarte the way that he's been yeah. going around just executing anybody that's not drinking alcohol or smoking tobacco you know yeah. and it's big here in korea too the peninsula is drowning in alcohol. Yeah, isn't it funny they call cannabis a gateway drug? You got dumbass Jeff Sessions over here, second in command with a oh, 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 Trumpy Trump. See, I don't really care about the politics because uh, I know the game. I, I don't feed my energy to it. I just pull the plug and I I like to focus on solutions because we're not going to fix this shit with the same mindset that got us in this trouble. I mean, you got Tricky Dick Nixon in '71 put the kibosh on the game on the so-called war on drugs. Well, the, the war should be on for alcohol. Alcohol is truly a gateway drug because it changes your spirit. I've seen people maybe miss miss their turn from cannabis, but I've never seen anybody, nobody's ever died from cannabis. I think everybody should be on the pace. If everybody's on the pace, we'd have a conscious planet. That's how this stuff works. This is their biggest fear, and that's why in 1937, you know, all this pedophile crap going on across the planet with Pizzagate and all this other stuff, they give these children any drug they want except for cannabis because cannabis, if you're cognizant, like doing the pace, you know, you become cognizant, totally functional. Uh, you can't be controlled. That's their biggest fear. And that's why they classified it as a Schedule I, 1 in 1937. Psychotropics for 14 years. You on psychotropics for 14 uh, years? I was given psychotropics for 14 years as right. a teenager. So, yeah, I totally support that not sure how we keep getting back to the pace but um what what is your youtube channel um do you want to share that for the audience yeah um yeah my youtube page you can pull me up on solutions for the planet on youtube and you'll find uh, my uh, my other 100 videos <laughs> uh, and my first video if you open up solutions for the planet on youtube 
it actually opens up at the very top. It's got my paste making video because I want people to learn how to make their own medicine because it takes it takes about 10 minutes to make a jar. The other time it's just cooking in the pot underwater for 11 hours. So I mean anybody can anybody can if you can score half an ounce of cannabis, you can add two ounces of glycerin oil. Mix oh, well. it, you grind up your product fine and you put it in the jar, you mix in two ounces of glycerin. Put the top on, put it uh, underwater. So now it's slowly, gently emulsifying. It's uh, going through the, the very nice decarboxylation process, but nothing is burning off. It all stays self-contained in the jar, so you keep all your elements intact. That's why this is such good medicine when you make it uh, make it as a paste, because the body is going to get all the uptake of all those beautiful nutrients which it needs, the terpenes. Yeah, so. But we burn it, uh, or when they when they do this oil process, what they're doing is they're isolating uh, the CBD or the THC. Well, without the other elements in that plant matter, like uh, all these oil makers out there, they're a bunch of snake oil salesmen. Most of their products are garbage. Um, we did a special. Uh, I have a 17 minute video at the end of the show that I'm going to send you. Um, and it's called the billion dollar Rick's, uh, the billion dollar oil blunder, and um, you know. There's an e- the easier, softer ways keeping your plant matter intact. But when you start, like I know how to, I know how to wash a pound with ethanol. I know how to burn off the damn excess ethanol. But by the time you get to the end, your CBDs or whatever, everything's all black. It's uh, it's been burned up because when you uh, burn off the ethanol at a higher temperature, it's actually destroying all that plant matter. And hell, they'll wash it off. They'll be lucky if they get 10% on that wash. Uh, to make maybe 90 doses if they're lucky. And then they throw the whole pound out. And that whole pound still got 90% of its medicine still intact in those buds, but they chuck the pound out. Waste not, want not. Where I take uh, my pound, I grind it all up. I can make 32 jars of top-notch medicine for 32 people, 90 doses per jar. And I didn't waste my plant matter by trying to wash it with some chemical. That 17-minute video will give you total clarity. Uh, It's it's an excellent little uh, expose of why. I mean, I've even got other doctors now finally waking up to keeping the plant matter whole. It's uh, Because when you destroy it by adding the CO2 extractions, butane, I mean, they're putting poison in the damn plant matter. I mean, butane, you can't get it all out. So now... All these people doing this, the butane-laden oil, they're, they're getting butane, too. That's a toxin, just like benzene, you know. So there's always an easier, softer way. If it's not simple, I say, if it's complex, and they've made it complex, they've all, all, they're all in the Stone Age. They followed big pharma's footsteps, and when you didn't have to do that. Uh, you know, I was trying to get a hold of Rick Sampson the last couple of years. I wanted to do a show with him about the pace because I guarantee he doesn't know about the pace. And I'm not putting him down about the oil but if you can keep your plant matter intact where you don't have to destroy it by compromising it, doing uh, these extraction processes, it's a win-win proposition for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, and that's what we need more of, of course, to promote that and to ensure that people's rights and access to optimal medical care are upheld yep. and uh, insured. So let me just ask you, this there's so many questions here that just are coming up off the top of my head. I'm, you know, I'm making notes and the and I had prepared to run with in the first place. But CBD products in Korea, once again, I'm not sure if that was addressed or clearly um, no. answered. But we we really wanted 
get things rolling here. There's, once again, there's a little bit of consciousness and awareness and there's some access and so forth. But I think the powers that be here really in a big way do not... dragging their heels as we saw happen in the yeah. West. They have these vested interests. It, it goes yes. against what they have uh, invested in. So unless they can control the outcome, they're not interested in playing ball, of course. You know, it's got to be a real right. game right. from the get-go, you know, as we all know, as, as Trump made clear throughout the campaign back in 2016 and whatnot, which really that had broad appeal to a lot of people, because it makes sense. It is a rigged game on all so many fronts and so many levels, and this is yeah. just uh, one of them which is so flagrant, and I just, once again, really get uh, hot under the collar. But CBD products, what are we looking at? What can we do as far as, uh, are you up to speed on the laws? And, and with the ingredients that are contained, we have got CBD products here. The wife and I did, although we were not happy with the quality, frankly. I tried them out. Yeah, got no. some oils, got some spray, got some ingestible. Let, 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 me, let, me, explain something. let, let, let me explain something about CBD oil. First of all, CBDs are extremely stubborn. They have a hard time getting past the blood-brain barrier. Well, Brad and I, we, we figure out how to overcome that. We actually mix up our paste uh, with MCT oil, which is a mid-chain branched amino acid, and it pushes that medicine straight through the brain stem. I mean, like that. It's excellent. And uh, But, uh, you know, we used our noggins. You know, uh, MCT oil is mid-chain branched amino acids, and it allows for the uptake of the CBD, CBN, CBG, CBAs, all the elements of the plant get put right, deposited. It, this is why, you know, I have children with autism and stuff like that, and they're actually coming back from Cabbage Patch land. I have this one kid with um, autism, pretty heavy. Uh, he's six foot four. Uh, I met his dad, Peter, up in Woodland Park. No eye contact whatsoever, and when, after 30 days on the pace, his mother was, like, smiling from ear to ear. She's a, she's a top RN uh, registered nurse. She uh, run, runs a, a, war, a, a medical ward, and she came over to the house and talked to me. I says, uh, she goes, well, is he going to pop positive on a piss test? I says, no. I says, it's just CBDs. See, Brad's a genius. I got to give the guy kudos. He spent three and a half years cultivating this strain, to, so each time he cloned it, we get more CBDs and less THC. We're legal in all 50 states. All the oil makers, they need freaking permission slips. We don't make oil. We haven't bastardized the plant matter like all the other clowns in the circus. When you start getting into syntheticville and doing these stuff with the synthetic, first of all, it burned off all the terpenes. Without the terpenes, you don't get the entourage effect. So all these oil makers, they're doing it wrong. And so that's probably why you didn't get much benefit out of that oil because it's garbage, bro. It's all garbage. I got master growers on the West Coast. Uh, one friend of mine, Valerie Corral, she's on YouTube. Um, but even Valerie can't get her head out of her ass. I mean, it's, it's Valerie. I says, you know, you're making a lousy 90 days of oil. And then she's charging people $1,000 for it, which they can't hardly afford. 
I make the damn paste and uh, they can pick it up for a buck and a half a jar. Uh, then that's a fraction of the cost and it's 90 doses. So, but if you want the that oil, but with the, you can get the THC oil, but who cares? If you don't have the other elements with that THC oil, you're not going to get the entourage effect to heal the body. Yes, it will get you high as hell, but it's not going to heal nothing. You got to have all the elements in the plant. And when you see my 17 minute video on the billion dollar blunders, you're going to get total clarity on why nobody should be bastardizing this plant matter to try and get the oil out of it. You don't need to get the oil. You don't need to do extraction. Keep your plant matter whole. I think the Egyptians had it down pat. But in America, they don't teach this in medical school. They don't teach this anywhere. I've been uncovering this, and that's why I did the 30-minute video and show people how to make their own jar of medicine. And, you know, I get calls every day. People just saying, oh, I'm so thankful, Peter, that, you know, I got a guy with a rod in his back, you know, he got in a motorcycle accident, uh, 144 stitches. He's been on my pace for about two and a half months, and he's loving life. He says, I, Peter, I'm, I have never felt better. I just sent him some of my super octane, high octane. It's called Girl Scout Cookies, a very, very nice, potent strain. Sent him a jar of that. He took a pea-sized dose, and he said, geez, Pete, I had to go to a different planet. <laughs> It does relax you, and it does it does open up the consciousness uh, interdimensionally and everything. I mean, this is where everybody needs to be is changing up their their energies and their dimensions, and that's exactly what this plant matter does by us keeping it whole and making it into a paste. That's what we're looking for, and uh, just to repeat once again, or to emphasize a point, absolutely. Uh, and we're more than happy here uh, serving and sailing out on the high digital seas as the Robin Hood to have people like you join us. Uh, of course, big thanks once again to Emily Anderson. This is the sort of information the world needs to hear more of. And this is the reason yes. we have our platform in place here. We're not, uh, I mean, you're not like a world-renowned uh, uh, celebrity or personality. Rick Simpson, nope. a little different, I guess. He's a little more kind of out there and, and almost kind of mainstream, really. But uh, it's, you know, I first heard of you through Emily and uh, now that you're on our radar and you're kind of uh, unloading what it is that you have there, your operation on the Colorado front, I mean, this is just great. So I'm really looking forward to making some, doing what we can here to help make some positive change come about. You know, there's so many people that are suffering. So there's so many people that have been suffering throughout the years and have died needlessly where their lives could have been extended for uh, who knows how many every years in a, a lot yep. more relative ease and comfort, of course. So it, it is, it is really, I mean, you can't really say it's criminal because these bastards write these bad laws. They write yep. these crooked laws, but it doesn't mean they're just, it doesn't mean they're ethical or moral or good or decent. They're bad laws and they hurt a lot of people. The only people they seem to serve once again is organized crime and yep. the kickbacks that the politicians get obviously at the highest levels throughout the you know this this swampy establishment so uh i'm not sure there's so many different directions we could take things of course we are streaming here live via youtube this is dr peter eugene who has joined us here out of uh i'm not sure where in colorado but uh, glenwood glenwood springs all right and uh episode 104 pirate radio podcasts uh once again big thanks to Emily Anderson for helping to make the magic happen and uh, bring us together here, creating a little 
synergy <laughs> on, on the yep. in the on the cosmic uh, highest cosmic sense. Hopefully, squeegee clean your third eye. The old Bill Hicks reference there. I'm not sure you might have heard of that one, but that's that's kind <laughs> I of know what, what Bill Hicks is. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So squeegee clean that third eye. He was he was using mushrooms, I guess, or referencing mushrooms. But that's kind of what it sounds like is happening here. That the pineal gland and so forth is really being. Uh, it's it's you know there's a lot of good things happening there with the way that you've put these products together and you offer once again it's it's not like you're i mean on the one hand you do sell your product but it sounds like you're also sharing this information for free so that people can do it themselves if they manage to get their yes. act together and yeah. grow a few plants yeah i i, I call I, yeah i call that good intent you know because a lot of people they'll go watch my video some will be brave enough to go over the bridge and go make a jar. And I've, I've got, I get people calling me every now and then. Yeah, I'm Peter. I'm just pinning down exactly how to get this done right. And I says, okay, you got this. You got your MCT oil. You got this. Okay, no problem. And I walk them through it. But the video, if they watch the video, the video pretty much gives it away. I mean, I, I show, I show my pea-sized dose, the dosing, the capacity for it to heal the body. Um, yeah, it's a great little video. I'm glad I put it together. And I did it with good intent because I was telling Brad. Brad didn't really want me to share because Brad is the one who created the concept on the pace. I said, oh, Brad, let me share with you something. I says, my intent is right. You know, you're going to get more business because it's his company. It's not mine. But I, I am I am aligned with him because he's doing some incredible work. I mean, how many people will spend three and a half years cloning a plant to get it nice and high on the CBDs, but negligible on the THC so that we could be legal in all 50 states and we don't need a medical card. There's not too many people that have that tenacity. Uh, so he, we make cocoa bars, all natural, organic cocoa, 73% cocoa, 100 milligrams in each chocolate bar. We've got hemp cream. You put that on um, topically. Uh, it's uh, We grind it so fine. I mean, the, the, the lowest possible microns for transdermal because we use frankincense and myrrh with the topical cream. How many people do this? I mean, most people don't have a clue. Uh, they just put whatever chemical they can grab that day. We don't do chemicals. We are organic all the way through. When I when I grab my plant matter, when I, see, I get the leaded. Brad doesn't. He doesn't. When I say leaded, it's got THC. Brad doesn't make the THC paste because his investors wanted him to stay neutral. So he's just doing the CBD paste and the hemp cream. But, you know, you have people with body aches and pains and uh, uh, arthritis and stuff. The topical cream works wonders. It actually retards uh, those pain receptors and puts them to bed within seconds. And it goes in transdermally with the frankincense and myrrh. So uh, Brad's created some really neat stuff on the planet. So I got I give him kudos. And we just created a new portal for the planet because it, Facebook's really pissing me off. So we got our own new link. It's called hubbook.com. Nothing barred. We do no censorship. Facebook has been knocking my butt in the dirt. I'm on another five-day vacation in Facebook hell. I can still get in to my little PM boxes and a couple of my pages to post, but they blocked me from posting in group rooms. That algorithm follows me. I had an international cannabis patient's wall where I would post testimonials. They knocked it out. They've knocked out my Skype. They've knocked out two of my emails. You know, I don't get mad, brother. I just get really creative. And now we just opened up a new portal, uh, this $400,000 portal. That's what it took to get uh, this party started for hubbook.com. And it's totally uncensored. So I want people to come on into the party because I want to give Facebook some fun. I want to give them something to uh, bitch about. 
<laughs> oh, that's absolutely right. Uh, if there's one thing that Facebook needs, it's a little competition. Thank God for the free market yep. and uh, yep. people out there with innovative yep. ideas. You haven't heard of Minds.com then, I guess. I think I asked you about that. Just, uh, yeah, 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 I have. I have, but... Uh, since I have my own portal at Hubbook, I'm just going to hang out on Hubbook uh, because, and I just posted it out today. This actually, we're in the beta testing, so July 4th is the true total launch, but uh, everybody can sign up and join, and Peter will be posting the real shit in real time. See, I don't just cover the cannabis thing, brother. I cover everything. I'm an alternative healer. I know all these different protocols that are dirt cheap, like liposomal vitamin C that nobody knows about. Knocks the hell out of cancer. But I got, I did a nice interview with a gentleman named Troy Hippa from the Living Herbal Pharmacy. He's another genius on the planet. Uh, mineralizing your water, doing these other simple protocols, how to detox the body very, very uh, effectively and cheaply. He actually has videos on that Living Herbal Pharmacy page. Uh, it's spelled F-A-R-M-A-C-Y, not P-H-A-R. But, uh, you know, I've had the benefit of talking and aligning with some of the best and the brightest on the planet. So I'll be posting my links. And so any truth, nothing gets censored on our page. Um, I, I just uh, Somebody just told me they were on MeWe, which is supposedly a, a, a site that's uh, not censored. But he was on there for two weeks, and they censored him and kicked him out. Mike Adams, I guess, is opening up some portals. He's with naturalnews.com. He's opening up a portal like in July. So there's going to be more of us. But uh, Peter likes to push the train a little bit faster than everybody else because uh, there's just so much great information. There's so many ways. You know, I love posting stuff like uh, how to grow dense nutrition in your house, uh, like broccoli sprouts, uh, 100 times more dense nutrition than wheatgrass. I mean, there's some really – and you can grow right in the house in two weeks. I mean, uh, these trays of dense nutrition, unbelievable. There's so, Anyways, this is where I live. I, I like to find solutions. That's where – uh, how we're going to make this planet change better. I already know what all the problems are. I was stuck in them for many years, and I said, okay, I'm sick and tired of talking about the problems. I want to talk about solutions. Nobody's talking about solutions. You got the likes of Alex Jones ranting and bantering and whatever. You know, I couldn't deal with that crap anymore. I said, you know, my brain wants to live in a solutions place. Uh, you know, let's live life on purpose and find how we can capitalize not financially, but on hitting the masses uh, because there's so many great simple protocols and I share them with the planet for free. You know, I don't do this for the damn money. I don't do it for popularity. I don't do this out of ego. I do this out of love. And most people have lost their way um, and they don't know what their love is, uh, what love is, you know. They've uh, fallen down, you know. But the reason they can't what feel, brother, Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> right on fox i like that that's cool yeah i got a little musical acumen myself i was a drum, rock and roll drummer played stage band fife and drum corps jazz band uh lead vocals in a couple rock bands coming up through my uh through my years and uh i love music music changes the vibration of the heart and uh so i like to uh stay in the heart vibration you know that's what the cannabis does it actually recenters your chakras as well so for our sisters with their yoni going on and stuff like that, um, it's good to feel. They don't. This is the whole point. They don't want us to feel. So they've anesthetized everybody with chemicals, synthetic chemicals uh, brought to you by Big Pharma. I mean, you got the the buttheads over at uh, 
trying to remember the name of the company, but they make tamoxifen, the Project Pink crap. That's another scam foisted upon the female population that doesn't have a clue. Project Pink, from the makers of tamoxifen, we bring you your breast cancer up close and personal because tamoxifen causes breast cancer, and that's what they use to treat women with breast cancer. How insane is that? Chemotherapy, basically, same kind of deal, really dangerous uh, Mm -hmm. uh, method and way of trying to burn the cancer out rather than approach in a different way. But let me just give a quick shout out here to the people that we have joining us in the live streaming YouTube chat. Pirate Joe Amanon, Johnny Canuck. Uh, We've got five people that I guess they're not necessarily all logged in, but they are here with us sailing alongside riding shotgun as we stream episode 104 of Pirate Radio Podcast out to the world. Uh, that, of course, was Buddy Guy and the Rolling Stones, Champagne and Reefer, that you just heard. So, uh, speaking of uh, music and vibration, once again, we have been presenting and, and sharing a few tunes here as as we uh, work on now reaching, it looks like, the top of the hour. So we've got a little bit of 30 minutes left here, maybe 40, 45, tops, I'd imagine. Also, Babylon Fallen. Yaman, Ja, Rastafari. Well, what direction should we take things now? Uh, Fox, uh, I mean, obviously, Dr. Eugene has covered a lot of ground here and really unpacked a lot of information. Is there anything in particular that jumps out at you you'd like to comment on? Um, no, not at the moment. I think he needs to hit that pipe again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are literally world. No, of- it's just there, there is a lot to pick in there. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of- yeah, you have a good doctor up in uh, your neck of the woods, Dr. Sulak. He's out of Maine. Uh, he's doing a lot of work uh, with the cannabis with his patients. So just uh, interesting that you said you're from Maine. My, my, my mom was actually born in Caribou, Maine. Which is up by the Canadian border. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, currently in the Augusta area. Dr. Sulag, I believe is the pronunciation. Dr. Sulag. I have an article. I have an article I can, I'll post to you after the show. It's called Introduction to the Endocannabinoid System. Everybody needs to read that. You know, it's a funny. I was trying to do a show on my CCN show, Conscious Consumer Network, and I announced three weeks in a row I was going to be doing a show on uh, uh, the endocannabinoid system, because we all have one when we come on this planet, our dogs, our cats, animals. Yeah, we have can of doggy. We heal doggies from doggy cancer. We heal cats from kitty cancer. The paste works on them, too, because they have an endocannabinoid system just like the human machine. Isn't that ironic? You're talking about animals? Sure. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Make, we make the paste for the, for the dogs, too. I got dogs healing from cancer, well, too. Yeah, we're born criminals then, I guess, aren't we? Throw us all in jail. Lock them up. You know, and that's the thing, oh, yeah, talking yeah. about uh, the Bush-Clinton uh, crime syndicate, that, uh, yep. you know, we got drugs, we got oil, we got guns. Well, yeah, those are big deals yep. within themselves. But the top major investment of these people, and it goes right back to Prescott Bush, you can trace it back with his involvement in the Holocaust, human trafficking and, and slavery. But uh, really, that's where things yep. stand. It's a private for-profit prison system that the Bush-Clinton crime syndicate, and I guess outfits, if you really kind of follow things, follow the money, folks, the Clinton Foundation, as far as their investments are concerned, that's really where they're focused on. And uh, so it's not like they're out there trying to help us, and it's not like they're our friends. I, don't, I do not no. believe. So they're, it's a predatory class. They're parasites, 
and yep. we got to do something about it. That which includes voting, yep. voting with our money, voting with our feet, and voting with your computer mice. Those are the three things that I've right. managed to. But, uh, but don't sign up on the voter rolls because if you do, you gave over for mere benefits and privileges, and that's why they can attach to your happy ass uh, under Code of Federal Regulations twenty six USC seven seven zero one. You classify yourself when you step out of the rain because your vote don't count. It's all bullshit, bro. It, the political construct is a scam. You got two. You got the Democrats and the Republicans. Well, they're all just as evil as each other. And uh, anyways, when you sign up for the – see, I actually cover this. I have an eight-week curriculum. I covered this six years ago. When you sign up for the voter rolls, you just gave away your power for mere benefits and privileges. So that's why they can uh, – over in Congress, they can legislate your ass away, and they do. And so I've actually taught people how to terminate voter roll contracts, unconsent, debt termination processes. You know, I cover everything on the planet, you know, so – um, I have some fun with this. But, yeah, I did a video with Johnny Guzman uh, from QLP TV on unconsenting from all contracts that bind. And I explain it in short order in about 45 minutes on why you're getting shammed. I got another buddy of mine, Curtis Callenback. He did Season of Treasons, parts one, two, and three. And he breaks it down to you on a chalkboard on why your vote don't count. And that's why you have a corporate president. But they've got us all classified as corporations from birth. When mama registered the birth event in the public hospital in a state of emergence, they got Junior's ass lock, stock, and barrel because daddy was nowhere to be found. Mama became the informer on that contract, and she left her ba- she left she left the baby behind, so to speak. Uh, so daddy didn't know he was supposed to come and uh, make a claim on this child. So all these children get put up underneath the state, and the state owns you. And you try and tell people this, and they just say, oh, state don't owe me. Well, they come steal your kids whenever they want because you know, if you're not giving them their poison shots and stuff. But um, I actually have protocols. It's called uh, something taker. Anyways, anyways, it's a link uh, that uh, shares about how you can uh, have them fill out the seven pages of information for the shot crap and give them all the liability. See, let's take a look at Big Pharma for a second. On the commercials they run on TV. May cause this, 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 and this. They're telling you up front what it's going to cause. The side effects, the adverse reactions. And no, nobody knows how to crack a physician's desk reference to go look up these damn drugs. I look up everything. And there's not one good medicine on the planet. Their crap isn't medicine. It's poison. So, you know, but when you voluntarily go to your doctor to get the poison, you have all the liability, not the big pharma companies. Yeah, Same I with can- the shots. Personal experience that those drugs almost pretty much ruined me. It took quite a while to get off. Every time I go and see my doctor here in Korea, I am constantly talking to him about how in the West there's this push towards legalization, how you can go to your doctor, get a prescription, get your medical pod card, all these sort of things. So, uh, and he's, I'm not sure, you know, what action he's, or what he even thinks of the whole business he doesn't really say too much other than he's aware of it so but uh, there is a uh, national pain organization of some sort here in korea and i've really got to take it upon myself to contact them and say hey when are you folks going to start promoting what's going on in the west here this uh you know what's been used in chinese medicine herbology traditionally uh in fact every time i pass by a herbal chinese clinic here in korea 
I slow down and I'm sure to take a few extra, you know, really nice deep breaths. You know, the moxibustion that is created and generated there, which I guess that just means burning of herbs. It's a great, uh, that itself is kind of like a natural high. The smell is very much the way weed smells when they're, when they are burning those uh, traditional herbs. So, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how long they, the powers that be here can continue to maintain the charade Drag their feet. And, and the illusion, yep. the emperor wearing no clothes, you know, just ignoring these issues. Here's what one of the things that I am pushing and promoting as well, just an idea that I'd like to get out there more, is truth and reconciliation hearings, where these bastards are held accountable, the people that have promoted and profited from our suffering, misery, and death. Yep. Throughout these years, they're the held thing. to account. Truth and reconciliation. Here, here's here's the thing, brother. Do we, want the, do we really want legalization to happen and corporations and pure for profit salesmen. Hands off my plants, man. No. Hands off my right. hands off my herbs. But if everyone's just doing it, you know, if it just if everyone's just doing it for money, that eventually corporations are going to move in and manipulate the genetic structure and whatever of the plant. They already are. We already have GMO weed here in America. Yeah, and so how They're do you, how do you s- reconcile for that? Because we need to legalize it in order to experiment with it. No, we just need to take it off the fucking bubble altogether. See, uh, that screw legalization. That's what. That's just tax and control. That's uh, right. uh, that construct. Yeah. It's a, and they've already proven it here in Colorado. They're poisoning the freaking plant matter in every dispensary. So what the hell? Why would you go to the dispensary? People I deal with, I only deal with organic growers. Brad, who grows our CBD plant matter. It's all organic. We don't put any toxins, poisons on our plant matter. So. We keep it clean, but they're not keeping it clean. They're putting toxins on this stuff, and it's happening in all the states. So you know what? These people could screw up a wet dream, and that's what they do. You know, here in the state of Colorado, they, they said, oh, well, we're going to tax it. And, uh, you know, it's like a 50% tax on these buds. It's insane. And you're buying poison buds. That's the insane part. And people don't know because they don't get on my site, and they don't look up Bill SB18 that's posted from the state of Colorado. The people are aloof. They're just totally unaware. We're going to get this done by people getting off their butts and becoming self-sufficient. Everybody should grow their own couple plants on this damn planet. Of course they should, but when you're stuck, as uh, I am here, in a zone where uh, there's all hell to pay, like if I ever decided to do something like that and attempted to and the authorities basically busted me i would uh, be facing a stiff jail sentence a fifty thousand dollar fine i think is what they've got things at for certain i think mostly weed related crimes is what it is frankly folks and deportation i know i was in japan for a year a buddy of mine got busted with a couple seeds. Uh, he did seven years in jail. He was a first-class petty officer. Holy shit. Fish heads, and, fish heads and rice for seven freaking years. Look at places like Saudi Arabia. And this is the thing. Why they uh-huh. got such stiff bullshit laws? It's because it goes against their interests, folks. Once again, it's that obvious. There's no, it's not that great of a mystery. They are so heavily invested in oil <laughs> and other just the yep. uh, industrial, uh, international infrastructure, pharmaceutical racket and so forth that uh, they've got a lot to lose, especially, but they haven't shut us down yet. We can still talk about it, you know, and that's yeah. something that, uh, I'm not going to refrain from doing. I'm going to exercise my right to free speech. To the highest yep. limits. So one of the things that just going back though, cause, and you know, once again, we've covered so many issues here and you've really 
unpack a lot, but this business of pharma, my understanding is that the root etymology meaning of the word meant witchcraft. What you said is something yep. else. What was that? What was the how poison? Poison. Yeah. Okay. So toxicity. Yep. Well, I'll, I'll look into that. Maybe so. Um, I always understood as witchcraft, sorcery. Yeah, yeah, that too. But yeah, I I, I looked up the etymology of the word. Yep, and it was, it was taught about poison. Anyways, um, see, here's another thing that's crazy. You know, uh, you know, people they run to their doctor for every little sniffle, whiffle, jiffle. They give them a toxic poison, and then you know, they've given their power over it. They don't know how to take it back. You know, I had a friend of mine. His uh, sister had lung cancer. They sent her home to die. She was from Chicago. She had lung cancer. They sent her home to die because uh, they, they milked her friggin' insurance. They got there. They made theirs. So I put her on the nebulizer process. In less than 30 days, 100% remission on the lung cancer. But because she didn't trust her own self, her own intuition, I put her on dense greens and the nebulizer. It cleared those lungs out literally with, like within about 10 days. Then she went back to her doctor looking for permission or whatever. And then he took an x-ray of her chest and he goes, oh, I think we see a spot here. Did you know 50% of all cancer positives are actually false positives? You talk about a con game. So they run these people's minds through the, the, the minefield. Oh, you got the big C and they probably don't have it at all. They lie, but they want to get them on those half million dollar protocols so they can make their friggin' so they can make their Porsche payment and keep mommy in short skirts and good lipstick, I guess. Um, these well, are soulless but, 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 but Peter, hang on just a second. Is it a question, though, really, of it's just the greed game from their vantage point, or is it more a matter of ignorance? They don't know any better. They've been schooled. They've been programmed in, in a way that yes. they don't even question. Yeah, eight years in Stupidville. I've always been outside the box. I always thought I, I, I just knew they were piling crap on my brain. I just said, you know, this this is not uh, reality. I said, reality healing with all natural. You know, I was reading books like uh, by Adele Davis back when I was like 10 years old, you know, alternative healing, getting well with Adele Davis and other people. You know, we've had Dr. Sebi on the planet, uh, but he just left. I think they took him out about a year ago. People, once they get out of school, they j they just don't do anything else. They don't research anything. They, de they figure, oh, I've done enough learning. Uh, Ignorance is bliss, and there's a lot of people who are ignorant. But no, I did a I did a show with Ty Bollinger. He did a book called Cancer: Step Outside the Box. He did a nine part series on the cancer thing and the alternatives to heal. He's all over the planet. He's a. Uh, we were talking on our show, my show, and um, that the doctors were actually chuckling behind closed doors, knowing this shit don't work. Ty said these are doctor friends that he knew that they know it doesn't work. 90% of all oncologists will not use the same protocols they put you through. What does that tell you? 90%. I'm sorry, 90% of, of who do what exactly? 90% of all oncologists. Those are cancer doctors. Okay. An oncologist is a cancer doctor, like MD Anderson. 90% of them won't use the same protocols they put you on. They'll come talk to Doc Pete about the natural alternatives. How about that? How about that? What, what does that say about the state of our current medical system? And it seems to be a pretty, it's replicated and uh, imitated, kind of cookie-cutter fashion right across the planet in many ways. That's what the big push is all about. And that goes back, I guess, to the Rockefeller Foundation yep. and, uh, yep. you know, old man Rockefeller there back in the day uh, putting, you know, a lot of money into bringing these different groups and foundations together 
so as to better promote his agenda and, and make a lot of money from people being sick because you don't want to cure people, of course. You just want to have a lifelong customer. I call, I, I call it, yeah, Dr. Null did a really good video. It's called Death by Medicine. Everybody should go look that one up on YouTube. Uh, that'll blow your mind. Uh, folks, it, you'll never see things out of the same two eyes again if you go watch that hour and a half video with Dr. Null called Death by Medicine. You know, there's another he's older fellow. He passed away a number of years ago. I wish his name would come to me now. He was a conspiracy kind of alternative researcher, did a lot of work exposing the Federal Reserve System. I'm not sure if you know who I'm talking about. He was a, like, I think, a lifelong bachelor is my understanding. I think his name starts with an E. It's coming to me and tip of my tongue. Erwin Schiff? No, no, no. Death by Injection was what he did. Death by, oh, inje death by Injection. Who, now, who did the, oh, geez, you know, I've got a folder on the guy, too. God damn it. So anyways, we'll uh, we'll have to look into that later. But it's the same sort of sure. deal, of course, very cynical approach and expose really revealing kind of bare bones what is going on from the standpoint of how, yeah, it's all about monetization and maintaining a lifelong customer rather than actually healing uh, right, right. the individual. I, I don't, it, yeah, I call it death care. Sure. You know, the, the war on... It's the, well, the war on drugs, you know, it's interesting because, frankly, I don't see it in that way exactly. It's From my standpoint, it's more a case of the war on some drugs. And that's really important for people to remember. Hashtag TWOSD. TWOSD. That's 2SD. The war on some drugs. That'd be great to see that take off and go viral. We've been working a little bit on having that make the rounds over on Minds.com. But the war on so many health alternative health practitioners, doctors, naturopaths, yes. and the like. Could you just speak to that for... Sure. Well, but hang on. Let, let's get into that. We're going to take a bit of a break here, get everyone to mute themselves. I'm going to cue up a song here. It's actually uh, was written, well, by a friend of mine, let's say. <laughs> uh, we, we could say Johnny Canuck or someone that used to go by the name of Kid Coleman. It's called Hemp for Victory. Uh, actually, I wrote it. <laughs> I'll say cool. it. Yeah, I think I've talked about this in the past but it's not really like i like to blow or toot my own horn at the same time i think it's a pretty good song and i think this might be the version that pirate joe eminon got his hands on and worked a little bit of uh, studio magic as far as adding a little bit of layering to things is concerned so we're gonna cue this up here and be back in a few minutes here so uh enjoy this folks from the top here hemp for victory beautiful Ah, yes, Hemp for Victory, taking its name, of course, from the famous, I believe it was USDA, United States Department of Agriculture film that was put out in the 1940s to help support and assist the war effort. Right. So hemp was fine back uh, when it made sense. And, of course, there's such a huge history and legacy. And you are so right. I researched this back in university. They have expunged and kept it to a minimum as much as, as they can. There's no trace or evidence whatsoever. At least there wasn't back in the mid-1990s. I even went so far as to check into the legislative records from Canada's parliament. Yeah. The, the book that was said to contain the legislation that came out in the 1930s, it was missing from the school library, and it was there's no right. record of it. What's, it was gone. Well, I, Remember I told you they took they, they took yeah they took cannabis off the pharmacopoeia in 1942. They're trying to disappear our history. 
I have a friend over here, Barbara Philippone, uh, that I was telling you, my hemp textiles queen. She's got a great link called environtextiles.com. Her and I did a show. This is how corrupt this thing is, bro. Barbara's a master uh, of uh, 50 years in the hemp. And she makes socks, silks, everything. I mean, she's a genius. But they, they're running interference on her. She had an investor that was going to back her. She had like $7 million in hemp textiles orders. And the guy who was going to fund it, ironically wrapped his Lamborghini around a tree before the funding came through. Hmm. Can you say something stinks? But Barbara's a master. She's actually got this. She's created this tool called the decorticator, and she uses all the stalks. She uses every. There's no waste. I mean, that's how, this, this lady's really sharp. Because, but the problem is, most of the hemp growers don't know how to grow hemp in this country because they've taken that information away. Most of them are putting chemicals and poisons and Roundup and crap. And she goes, uh, she won't use any of that. She uh, she has two growers that grow pure, and the rest don't have a clue. We've been dumbed down. It's just like the oil thing, you know? Everybody's getting uh, all hyped up on this damn oil jazz. But uh, then once they go watch my 17-minute video about uh, pace versus the oil, the light comes on in their heads that, yeah, it only makes sense to keep your buds and your plant matter totally intact so the body can get all the elements to heal. And that's where the oil makers – we interviewed 15 different oil companies. And out of that 15, the top companies – only two of them got off the dime and said, yes, we burn it so hot that there are no terpenes left in our plant matter. They're adding fruit terpenes. Well, that's like trying to add cannabis with a tomato. You can't. The, the, the tomato has its own terpenes and its own elements. You can't add a foreign – that's another foreign construct. You think it, it would be good to add fruit terpenes, but the fruit terpenes are going to have no beneficial effect because it's not the terpenes from the cannabis plant. So they keep doing this back-ass words of cooking this crap and making oil. Um, let me tell you something. I see the oil makers are going away. I'm going to be the last one standing, bro, because we don't bastardize our plant matter. We're not isolating a synthetic. We're bringing all that plant matter forward. It cooks in the jar. Nothing escapes, and people get the true healing medicine. Times have changed, but people are a little slow. They're most most of the people are stuck on the oil, and I, I haven't heard too many positive. Uh, and I think some people, when they take the oil, it's a placebo effect, you know, because yeah, your mind can trick you, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, We really have to take a close look at how it is that these, whether it's a pill or uh, uh, some form, whatever food it is that we're taking into our bodies, a liquid or anything, you name it, a plant, a herb or a pharmaceutical, one of these pills that that are given to us or prescribed. Uh, I myself actually suffer from chronic back pain. It's been the yep. case since I've been a teenager, really. So gone through surgery and the whole thing. So it's a big issue for me. And I, I don't want to continue to take what I am. The, it's a trauma doll, I guess. And the Hykodin, I think, was one. But I've, we've kind of monkeyed around and adjusting the prescription and whatnot. But I've said to him, I was like, dude, I want to try some kind of weed alternative, man. It's like, you know, yes, as far as yes. I, it's my religion as well. And I will say this. I've said yes. this. I, I had a legal case back in Canada, and I basically took that position and made it very clear. And it kind of, you know, it ended up being, uh, what the hell's the word? 
though it didn't go to trial or anything it was not redacted but they had they had some sort of thing where they made me uh write a little essay you know p- professing my crimes or what have you which i didn't oh my I, God. no no i of course i didn't i talked yeah. about why weed was you know it was important to me and my my sincerity and dedication as far as it being a gift of creation whether you want to look at it as being from god or the creator or whatever you want you can say maybe allah if if some people might want to say i'm down with the creator thing the creator knew what he was doing it's uh, the most magical plant on the planet i mean you know when i got people getting off the opioids in short order see because opioids block the body it stops peristalsis do you know what peristalsis is i've heard the term no what fill us in That's how your your inte- your intestines they 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 when they're functioning correctly they actually uh, contract and expand whatever but when you do the opioids it just makes the stomach muscles flaccid so the peristalsis doesn't take place and people get blocked they can't take a dump they can't go to the bathroom hardly because the, the those opioids are blockers to, to the peristalsis and the electromagnetic flow of the body all those chemicals all the the SSRIs cause deleterious effects on the body and it blocks that's why most of the people on the planet can't think between the fluoride the gmos and the chemicals are taken from big pharma their whole system is out of whack there's their electromagnetic force is gone you know i share simple concepts like this uh you can um there's this one real living salt. It's called Celtic gray salt. It comes in little gray nodules. It's hand cultivated in France, kissed by photons of light by the sun. And when you crush those little nodules up and put it in your water, you're getting 92 plus trace nutrients your body's never gotten. I know a doctor that kept a chicken heart alive for 27 years to prove a point about living salt versus dead salt. The white salt's poison. They put sodium silicate in it, which is an anti-sticking agent. It's aluminum. And it loads up in your brain. All these people with white salt shakers at all the restaurants, nobody has a clue. You're you're only as good as your salt. You know, you like the, you know, the I don't do much on the Bible, but the Bible says uh, he's not worth his salt. The man's not worth it. Well, the reason nobody's worth their salt because they're not getting the right salt. But what, when you take this Celtic gray salt, it actually opens up the neuron pathways as well to the brain. Also connects to the cells and they start communicating with each other, actually releases fluids from the body instead of retaining fluids. It's elements that most people on the planet aren't getting. And that's why their brains don't work. I, te- I do my Celtic salt with cayenne red pepper and lemon in my, my nice high octane water. I drink that down every day. That's why the brain works really good. You have what's called a sinoatrial node. That's the ticker in your heart. So when mommy and daddy got together and uh, built up a little friction and they had you, the first thing that shows on up on the planet before your body does is your source of light. That's your energy, the sinoatrial node. That's the ticker in your heart. And so that's the first thing that comes online and forms first when the, 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 the egg and the sperm meet each other and uh, it's creating. That's why people have to go get pacemakers because the sinoatrial node kicks out. And that's that ticker in your heart. It's electromagnetic force. We are all electromagnetic. We're all energetic. Problem is, most people aren't getting the right salt. I talk about magnesium. See, I told you I talk about everything I uh, to help heal the, the vessel. Now, I had a guy on 18 different medications. And in 90 days, I got him off of all of them. So all those synthetics are poison. And it's isn't it ironic that 1940s uh, – 
you know, the Germans colluded with our folks and they got and joined up uh, with Big Farm over here to make mustard gas, chemotherapies, chemo poisons. It was called Operation Paperclip. I'm sure you're aware of that. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, and they yeah, had not so, only a big hand in with the founding of, uh, I'm not sure if it was the founding of NASA so much as this general evolution, but also they all were very instrumental. A lot of these Nazis that fled via the, the rat lines through the Vatican uh-oh. and so forth, thanks to the CIA working together hand in glove, they ended up basically helping to develop the American Psychiatric Association. They embedded themselves yes, yes. in that outfit. So, hey, take it from Dr. Schwein and holds your minds, <laughs> or whatever. You know, Dr. Heinz, yep. you hold your minds. Crazy stuff, man. Some pretty just insane. That's another show all uh, in itself, of course, too. Yeah. Is what, uh, you know, it's crazy. It's uh, mentally insane. It's uh, thought crime for crying out loud. Uh, the whole thing uh. is such a, just a racket. We are getting a little sidetracked, though, of course. So I like to stay on course. One of the things, let me just rattle off a few. I've been trying to keep as many notes here as I've been able to as we've uh, progressed here almost to the end of the show now. Frankincense and myrrh. Who else used it? I think it's the question you asked. Who else knows about this? Well, Jesus did, of course. Myrrh, frankincense, and gold, I believe. Were those not the three gifts that were the magi yeah, of the Right. Yes. Frankincense, you can actually smoke it, and it will take you on a star ride. Well, don't let the authorities in this country find out about it, or they'll jump all over it, of course, and try to shut that well, down as fast as they can. So, Yeah, look what they're trying to do to Kratom. I've been talking about Kratom for three years. Uh, that's an alternative adjunct for uh, getting off of opioids as well. And we have a couple companies here in this country that sell good uh, Kratom. Yeah, I'm well aware of uh, – and then they want to classify that as a Schedule One too. Do you see? I mean, the writing's on the wall. It's all skullduggery. We're going to have to start thinking outside the box. People got to start taking control and quit feeding their demise. I mean, look at the Obamacare debacle. I mean, I got a friend of mine. She's been in two car accidents, and she's spending $1,500 a month on friggin' insurance, and she can't even hardly use it. I mean, they, they got all these co-pays until she's paid the eight grand in co-pays. I mean, it's insane. And then she's they got her on uh, – she's on oxys, and she's weaning herself. Uh, I got her on some of my pays, but uh, – yeah, she's wrecked for life. Uh, she got hit by a Utah a Utah highway worker who was texting and smashed into her friggin' car and killed her dog, smashed all her teeth out, and screwed up her head. She's got a rod in her right leg. And the, she's now with, uh, dealing with the legal skullduggery, and they're trying to beat her out of everything. She's probably spent 150 grand out of her own pocket, even though she's had insurance and everything. That's People subsidizing their own demise. That's what I say. I don't have no damn Obamacare. I am my doc. I'm my best doctor. I know how to heal myself. Yes, if I break a leg or something like that, I'm going to have to get my fracture reset. But as far as any other protocols, I'm not on high blood pressure medication. I don't take any medicines. I don't, I don't take none of their damn poisons. I eat right. I eat hummus and tomatoes and uh, dense food nutrition. I, I drink my kombucha to clear the gut, get the gut health right. Um, I do power walks. I lift a little bit of weights. You know, I take care of my machine, but that's why I'm conscious. But like I say, the salt and magnesium chloride, that's another thing. You can buy this spray-on magnesium oil and spray it up underneath your armpits and it goes in transdermally into the axillary area and uptakes into the lymph nodes. But um, 
you know, just simple protocols and it's dirt cheap. Uh, these are simple things that people can do because 90% of our population here in America is magnesium deficient. Start eating avocados, eat one a day. They, they're rich in magnesium. So there's simple things we can feed our machine to change it. I try and stay away from meats, but every now and then I'll, I'll graze. But most of the time I eat my hummus with my organic chips and snack and I just, I graze. I don't really eat heavy meals anymore. Nor should anyone, of course. Uh, I think, in fact, it's been a practice. Europe, definite emphasis on light, you know, small-sized meals and whatnot, and maybe four, in fact, over the course of the day, if I'm not mistaken. But that aside, let me just say that for years, I have not used the mainstream, heavily marketed underarm deodorant. Forget right. about it, man. It's got that aluminum, whatever the hell it is in it. And, yes, yes, and you, yes. And you said, like, to the lymph nodes, I'm not at your level of awareness as far as the health issues and so forth are concerned, but I do have this instinctive uh, sense, I guess, of, uh, you know, protection and well-being where I don't want to uh, abuse myself uh, overly. I, I kicked smoking a number of years ago, which was really great, and trying, thanks to the wife's efforts here, in Korea to eat well, a lot of uh, Asian Eastern styled foods and, and well-being with herbs and plants and roots and all kinds of good stuff like that. So, you know, it, it is an ongoing struggle. But, you know, let me just say, just because we are kind of uh, running against the clock here, um, and a quick shout out, of course, too, to Pirate Joe Triple uh, Three, who's joined us now. We got those the pair of two Pirate Joes that often manage to make <laughs> it. Always a pleasure to see them. Uh, so a, a mighty ahoy courtesy of the Robin Hood here, sailing out on the high digital seas with Dr. Peter Eugene, brought to us this week, courtesy of Emily Anderson. Could not thank her yeah. anymore. Of course, one of our big Patreon supporters as well, too. She's a real great uh, person to uh, to have on board, of course, and uh, to award uh, co-production credit to for the show. So thanks, Emily. Sure. Um, but this war Did on... Did you want to cover the doctor thing? Yes, Did you want exactly. to cover there, the alternative there, healers? There, there you go. That whole business, it's really dodgy. What's the statistical probability, much like the, with the Kennedy assassination, the way that people have talked about that, and the people, the debunkers, saying, oh, no, it's just, you know, coincidence, and that's just not a big deal. But what is really, like, the probability statistics of all these naturopaths and uh, kind of alternative healers and so forth Catching the Westbound, as it's known in some circles, you know, before, <laughs> yeah. well before their time. What's the deal there? What do you think's going on? Oh, dude, they don't want uh, the cat get out of the bag. See, these guys, most of those doctors were aligned with each other, and they knew about the poison shots, the nagalase. Nagalase causes a deficiency in the body. That's the poison they're now putting in these cocktails, these uh, shot cocktails, that the child, once they get these shots, when they get the nagalase uptake, they can't absorb vitamin D. Well, if you can't avoid, if you can't absorb vitamin D, you've got a real problem because you need photons of light. You know, I go step out in the sun as much as I can. You know, it's, uh, but uh, they can't uptake it, and so there's an actual another outfit that actually come out with a counterbalance to that Nagalase, and it's called Copper One in its proper form. 
And actually, you can take the copper one with some CBD paste, and it will re- rewrite on that individual who had these poison shots, and it will disperse that nagalase so their bodies can reactivate and collect vitamin D. These doctors were onto something, and they were letting the cat out of the bag, and that's when they disappeared them because Big Pharma wants to CBC and the Scumbags Rose Club got to protect that bone. You know, they don't mind spending out a couple billion when they're making trillions. And, uh, you know, like the Desert Storm crap, all those guys that got these damn shots before they went to Desert Storm, that's what caused their, their issue, not being in the desert. But they lie about everything. Let's take a look at Gardasil. Yeah, so that's another construct. We've lost hundreds of girls. We've had thousands vaccine vaccine injured from those shots. And go figure, right? I follow the money. Rick Perry got paid, and he was in Texas in 2007 when they brought that shot through. Then they brought it through to the other states. Once the camel gets its nose under the tent, it's game on. I told my, my ex-wife, I says, I don't want my daughters getting that shot. The jury's still out. This is back in 2007. My daughter got one of them. But uh, these doctors are going to the boneyard because they're actually blowing the whistle. So it's a, I, another doctor just about a month ago, she was uh, dealing with ocular degeneration, and she was dealing with the cannabis to heal ocular degeneration. They took her ass out. But it's too late. The, the cat's out of the bag, brother. I mean, we are blowing up this planet. I mean, just like just shows like this. And I'm probably going to restart my my other blog talk radio show that I was doing for three years. And I'm probably going to open the portal again because um, I've been quiet on the scene from doing my blog talk radio shows for about three years. But I think it's time for Peter to open the portal again now that I've got my own hub book page. I mean, it took Brad... Uh, some funds to put this thing together. I can't believe we got this hub book page. I mean, it's our it's our baby. It's our house. No censorship. So you want to post a, a hub book? Help yourself, bro. We've got open portals and that we've opened up this link for the masses because we're so sick and tired of the damn censorship. I can't post hardly on 20 pages. I'm in like a thousand group pages. I can't hardly post when the algorithm comes and gets me and knocks me out the box for six days at a time been put in Facebook jail several times myself. Many people yep. have. It's one of the reasons myself being over on Minds.com, somewhat active, uh, that uh, a lot of people talk about, oh, delete your Facebook account. No, I don't think that's a good idea, folks, especially if you're on places like Minds.com because they've got things set up there. Right. So you can share content to Twitter and Facebook, yes. and that's the way that we can yep. spread and promote these other alternative platforms. So hopefully you guys will get the same thing set up with your is a hub book master or main the domain that that you've got basically what a lot of it boils down to are the cross links i i really think that's a lot of it frankly getting the uh exchange of information and the flow of information going and maintaining that you know seeing that things are uh kept in place so that people can freely choose once again voting with their computer mm-hmm. mice our money and our feet you know what that's discrimination oh can't do that well what's good yeah <laughs> yes, i'll yes, also keep can. my links yeah, I'll still keep my links over at Facebook, but I'm going to be posting all my non-censor stuff uh, over at Hubbook, you know? Right on, man. Yeah, well, that's the way to do it. And we will definitely uh, be all the links and the personalities and information that you provided with us today. We're going to do our best to add those to the show notes and make sure that people are kept up to speed where they can... Well, let's ask you now, then. Where is the best place, then, in closing, to find you as far as... Uh, you don't have an account on Mines, but you got a Twitter, I guess? We haven't hooked up there yet. 
Because you just- uh, yeah, I don't, I don't do too much on the Twitter thing. I used to have a, a producer when I first started all this stuff back in 2012, but she got pregnant and then she went bye bye and she said, Peter, you're going to have to fly the plane by yourself now. So I ran my own blog talk show. So I've, I've not got into some of these other portals, but Hubbook is a, a, now we're in our beta test, but everybody can go join. And they're not going to have to worry about being censored. That's the upside. Brad uh, made this because we're all sick and tired of getting. Uh, tossed around. I mean, Facebook is, uh, yeah, uh, for the last three years, they've been beating my brakes off, but I'm beating them back. You know, I just, uh, this is a new shift. We're in a new area, a new era. You know, even Mike Adams from Natural News is going to be setting up some of his his links uh, that will be private, uh, non-censored. So he says, I know for a fact we will not be censoring anybody's stuff on our page. So you know, please join up uh, if you choose to, folks, uh, because I'll be posting in real time. But it's not just me. It's a it's a it's a portal for all the truthers on the planet. Mike Adams, the health ranger, I believe. Uh, yeah. That's right. yep. So he's he's uh, pretty high profile. Yeah. They returned all the stuff that they trashed out of his portal. They actually gave it back about four or five days ago. They uh, put, or they reinstalled all the stuff they deleted away from him. He was making such a big stink on the planet. They said, "Oh, let's just give him his stuff back." That's pretty amazing within itself. So, but uh, we're going to have a lot more open portals, uh, non-censorship uh, coming up over the next three months, uh, and that's a that's a really good thing for us uh, truth seekers on the planet and healers. Doctor Peter Eugene. Uh- the uh, hub book, as well as just a quick duck duck go search, you come up right at the top there. What we're looking at is, uh, well, that's Dr. Peter Eugene CBD hemp paste. Uh, now I'm not sure if it's is Peter Eugene Miller or is that a different? Uh, that's a different doctor altogether. No. Yeah, out of Richmond. Yeah. So CBD hemp out of mind. The cannabis paste is now legal and available in all 50 states. No medical yep. card required in any state. Uh, this paste will not get you high. No THC. Well, what are the chances of getting some of this uh, shipped over to Korea then? What are we looking at there? Is that yeah. A problem? I, 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 I'll have to talk to Brad on that one. Yeah, but I know they, uh, like uh, Canada. We can get it to Canada. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, somebody just ordered from me uh, just a couple days ago. Um, just to do a PayPal kind of deal, and there you go. It's uh, whatever price it's set at. Right. And- I, I, we just don't want them taking your medicine when it gets to the other side, you know? Well, like I said, uh, we have got CBD products sent to us here. Uh, this is out of Las, okay. Ve- Las Vegas, and I saw so I really uh, was not too up to speed or clear on the uh, because the FDA did not in any way, uh, what for whatever that's worth, of course, <laughs> but they did not uh, endorse the product. Uh, you know how that goes with the way that they stand. Right. Well, yeah, they don't endorse nothing that's not, not in their in their best interest. Sure. We'll look into that more uh, as time goes on here, just in the coming uh, days and, and weeks and whatnot. But what we typically do here, Peter, is we do run an hour-long after show. It's premium content uh, that we put together for our Patreon supporters. If you got the time, we'd love for you to stick around. If you have to leave, that's sure. fine. Sure, I'm good. Into, well, that's great, man. We can get into a, any number of different areas that you like. We'll do a quick show uh, recap, of course, and then who knows where the wind will managed to steer us here uh, once again as we find ourselves adventuring out on the high digital seas with a lot of help from emily anderson as well as the half dozen or so up to almost seven or eight they're really uh live listeners that joined us during the course of today's stream 
a lot of live music, of course, uh, just adding a little ambiance uh, as yep. we manage to uh, put the show together. Hopefully, YouTube doesn't crack down on us. I know with uh, Bob Dylan and Sony, anytime we add in the past have added any of his songs uh, to what we've been putting together, it immediately got banned right around the world. It was completely blocked, so that was no good, of wow. course. Yeah, they're pretty hard ass. I'm not sure if it's Sony or, or Mr. You know Zimmerman himself or the two of them together. Who knows exactly what the deal is, but that's pretty hardcore stuff for sure. Hey, Fox, we haven't heard from you uh, the last little while, of course. He has been known to pass out in the past <laughs> from time to time. He just totally is, yeah, chi checks out there big time. So, But in closing, Fox, if you got anything to say, uh, now would be the time, and then we can just uh, once again let Peter have listeners know where they can find them online. Uh, Fox, are you there? No. Maybe just one too many bong hits or something like that, I guess. So we'll have to leave that aside. But just once again, in closing then, uh, Peter, because we're not... You just came to us here about half an hour before we went live. We managed to hook up initially. In fact, I got a Skype request from Joe and I was looked at it thinking, who the hell is this guy? It's like just one, another one of these phony Russian spammers or no, whatever. No, no, no. So. Joe, Joe's my liaison. See, because I don't have my, they whacked my Skype and he's got Skype on his computer. That's the only reason we uh, got to do this call tonight. How about that? Isn't that something? So just once again, yeah. then in closing, how where people can find you and uh, your links and any upcoming events or anything along those lines. Well, the easiest way is going to be probably for me to post the links because I don't have them taxed to memory. I mean, I've got privatist.me, learn to live in private. That's one of my primary links. I've got two cannabis network pages. Um, they're both educational pages. I've got tons of links uh, supporting why we do the plant matter and keep it whole. So what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have Joe put in into your Skype for a copy and paste Um my 30-minute video on how to make the paste, the 17-minute video on why to keep the plant matter whole, paste versus the oil, and also I can post my Cannabis Network link to you, which is an excellent compendium of educational information to help people get their minds right about this beautiful plant. Oh, absolutely. The reefer madness propaganda and indoctrination has... They've done a great job here in Korea since 1976 with uh, Pak Chung-hee cracking down, coming down hard. Even the stand-up comedians, for crying out loud, went to jail. Yes. Since then, there has been no one-man shows that you've seen here in Korea. The wife says, well, Koreans just, they don't like that sort of thing. But the fact of the matter is that he imprisoned the stand-up comedians that were here in the 70s. That's my understanding. And all they've got now are these wow. team of, of gag-type uh, performers that try to joke around not very edgy stuff they even got korea snl which i think is uh it's heavily censored this free and democratic the republic of yeah, korea right here but it's funny too because you look at the the tyrannical despotic north weed is legal you know what's wrong with this picture folks there's something not right there but babe here's the thing uh, what happens peter and this might not surprise you but the fact of the matter is that you've got a lot of soldiers up there and farm workers and people that you know they they slave throughout the course of however long each of their, their days are, they come home and they, they hit the pipe, man. They, they roll it up, they smoke it and, and burn it and blaze it. And it, as you know, provides a lot of relief to their bodies. Even during the Korean War, from what I understand, there were farmers 
on various places. I've heard like places like the East Coast, for example, though, would grow it routinely. And they still do, I guess, out in the hills in a very kind of low-key, covert manner, I guess, because they feel it's their right, I guess. So, But the fact is, it was more affordable than tobacco, apparently, during the Korean War, if you can believe that. That's what I've heard, that weed was actually, it cost less to uh, get your hands on that during the Korean War than tobacco. So on that note, though, Peter, and we'll just get you to mute here as we do the outro. We're going to cue things up, but that's about it, folks. Thanks once again for uh, dropping in, showing your support. It's so much appreciated every week, the people that show up and do the, the live stream here. Of course, most end up just downloading the show, the post-produced product that we put together. We're going to head off to the Rogues Gallery here, one of the local watering holes, either the Scurvy Dog, the uh, the Howling Wolf, or the uh, Mossy Wench, not sure which. Uh, Peter, you prefer. <laughs> we'll work that out, though, as we, uh, as we transition on out of here. Next week, let's not forget, we have got Robert Morningstar joining us here. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that. We're going to be doing a lot of talk about, among other things, the recent passing of Art Bell, of course, uh, one yep. of America's most, well, America's probably number one most famous late-night talk show host. So, you know, we'll hear Robert's thoughts on the whole matter. Of course, he appeared, I believe, several times over the course of Art's career on the Coast to Coast Late Night program. So uh, that should be interesting. Uh, all kinds of other great items as well, too. We're going to head on out of here, though, folks. Thanks once again for uh, joining us on behalf of Captain Long John Sinclair and all the rest of the crew here on the Robin Hood until we meet again out on the high digital seas. I'm your host, as always, Ship's Chief Communications Officer, Jaffe Ryder. I know. There we be. Having carefully looked over each of our navigation panel instruments, checking every level, switch, dial, cable, knob, and pulley, by all accounts and indications, we indeed see it's time once again to drop anchor inside Mystic Bay and draw an end to another week of Pirate Radio Podcasts. Remember, if you're looking for a little more lively online action, keep in mind we've likely got yet another great free-flowing Rogues Gallery after show coming up for the next hour in either Skype Google Hangouts, or Appear.im. Also, if you've in any way enjoyed or found yourself benefiting from the shows we've tirelessly produced over the past two years, you might want to drop by our Patreon tip jar page and lend a little support. Half of all network donations go directly to charity. Help to keep those numbers growing over on Patreon and we'll be able to extend even more of a generous pirate hand. Looking forward now to the balance of 2018, we're still not quite yet booked. So if you yourself have a new, novel, intriguing, or otherwise underreported idea, unique individual, or pressing item in mind, be sure to either drop us a line directly over on WPRPN.com or fire us a quick email via PirateOneRadio at gmail.com. We're always open to exploring fresh creative suggestions, intriguing guest ideas, cutting-edge discussion topics, and captivating themes. 
You can further embark on your own personal pirate journey by either liking, commenting on, subscribing to, or just following us via virtually any mainstream social media platform, including Twitter, Facebook, Google+, or Minds.com. So don't forget to become engaged. Until we meet again out on the high digital seas, I'm your host as always, the ship's chief communications officer, Jaffe Ryder. Tally ho.